0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard on the day Ange Postacoglu officially leaves Celtic for Tottenham. The Australian signed a four-year deal to take him down south with Celtic saying the process of appointing his successor is already underway. But could John Kennedy be set to follow Postacoglu down to London? I'm Andrew McLean. Joining me in the studio tonight is Gordon DL and Mark Wilson. Well, it's quite a remarkable turn of events the last three weeks from the rumours started surfacing about Ange Postacoglu. To the, the manager lifting his second successive Premiership title To then a Scottish Cup To complete a treble To celebrate with thousands of fans outside To now, only 72 hours later, becoming Spurs manager The Celtic fans will not know what to think at this moment in time Some will be thankful for the time that Ange Postacoglu spent at the club And the success he brought Some will be hugely disappointed that he's left and left Celtic hierarchy a big job to fill his shoes you can never second guess football uh, Saturday we stood there and watched the scenes at Hamden with Ange Postacoglu holding the Scottish Cup aloft for a treble tonight we're talking about and wishing him all the very best in his new club down in England Tottenham Hotspur whip next for Celtic who's the next manager I'm sure all the Celtic fans are disappointed of course because they loved Postacoglu but now it's about looking forward and also replacing the manager are they going to replace some of the backroom staff are they going to Tottenham as well yeah well sometimes when it gets to the summer you wonder what we're going to fill the show with what we're going to talk about we sometimes go down to a, a one hour format which we will be doing but we will be here tonight until 8 o'clock Mark Wilson, Gordon DL taking your calls and we want to know what you think about this news of course it is official today it dominated the show last night but official confirmation came at around half past 10 this morning we heard from Celt- uh, plenty of Celtic fans as I say but how are you feeling is it disappointment is it anger maybe you wish Ange Postacoglu well in his new venture maybe you want to talk about the way that it all unfolded or thoughts on potential replacements 0141 951 1025 is the number you need Rangers also announced a signing of their own around an hour ago Jack Butland has signed for Rangers on a four year deal so Rangers fans maybe you want to chat about that on 0141 951 1025 and I think we all knew yesterday that, that this news was coming Mark but now that it's official Ange Postacoglu leaving Celtic how do you reflect on it? Um, listen not a surprise I mean you were saying there that the show was supposed to take a one hour form <laughs> six hours ago I was I was on my holidays in the north of Scotland and things transpired and were you taking quickly. in some sun by any chance because ah, <laughs> <laughs> may have uh, may have underestimated because the thing the is Go- Gordon Dale looks tanned you take a good ah, colour yeah. mark but unfortunately that colour is crimson I no. think Ange Postacoglu's ah, done yes. <laughs> I'm in pain so I'm here as a consummate professional Try to pick the bones out of what's actually happened. Um, how do you reflect on it? Well, we were on the show when you know Neil Lennon lost his job and the turmoil that ensued after that. John Kennedy was put in interim uh, position and nursed Celtic through to the summer. And then he, Ange Postacoglu appointed roughly about two years to the day. And none of us knew what to expect. This guy to the left of me said, ex-teammate, maybe did. But we didn't. And he just transformed the club now. He transformed the playing style the recruitment uh, process and he really just struck up a chord with the Celtic fans that we hadn't seen for a long time 
when the rumours started coming about, was a surprise? No, because Tottenham's a huge club, but Ange Postecoglou showed he's got a style as well as uh, a respect from the the supporters who he manages. And I wasn't surprised. Maybe surprised at how quickly things have came about. Now, it would lead me to think that there was things <laughs> in the on. planning before the Scottish Cup final. However, the Celtic manager was hugely professional. Spurs, you've got to say, hugely professional in terms of not, you know, making an approach. And Celtic got on with the job and they were they were put in a corner. But am I surprised? No. The English Premier League will always tempt our best players, best managers away as soon as they do well here. We don't often like giving you credit, Gordon, mm-hmm. but you said it. You put your card on the table on Saturday. You yeah. said Ange Postacoglu will be the Tottenham manager. We're here a few days later and the official announcement this morning. And I told Mark at Hamden, he'll verify that he would take a member of staff with him. Um, yeah. And that will probably happen. I think John Kennedy will join Ange Postacoglu um, at Tottenham by the end of the week once everything's sorted. I think that's a massive loss to Celtic if they let John Kennedy walk out the door. Now, it wasn't that long ago that John Kennedy and Gavin Strachan came in for a lot of criticism uh, from the Celtic supporters. Um, John Kennedy being such a part of Celtic, what, 20-odd years he's been there. He's worked under the last four or five managers. Everyone speaks so highly of him. The question I've got to ask is, me personally, I'm looking at a situation. I thought it was John Kennedy's time. I know a lot of people might question that, but I think he's been at the club. He's a massive part of it. He must be very good at his job because Ange Postecoglou came to Scotland with no staff. He's gone down to England and the first guy he wants to take with him, John Kennedy. Brendan Rodgers came in, top manager, spoke very highly of John Kennedy. Surely John Kennedy must have been in the thoughts of the Celtics board of giving him a go at being a manager of that football club. Well, that's a taster of what Mark Wilson and Gordon DL think, and we want to know what you think as well. 01419511025 on the phones. First up is Alec, who's in Renfrew. Alec, the news is official. How are you feeling about it? Absolutely gutted. But my point, I've got a couple of wee points, but my major point was he's new for four weeks ago. That's how we had that blip. All the players' heads were down, and I would. Bet any money if I was betting that he would knew four weeks ago. This doesn't just happen overnight. This takes time. Contracts need to be signed. He couldn't wait to leave Scotland to get down. He said he was gone on holiday. He couldn't wait to get down to London to sign the signature. You know what I mean? He's done the exact same as Brendan Rodgers done without sneaking out the back door. Well, the, the thing is, Mark, we'll never know when these conversations started to to take place. Some people will think that it will be before. You know, I think Ange Postecoglou came out last week and said, you know, his agents wouldn't dare have talked to him about any links to Tottenham before the Scottish Cup final. It has it has all progressed very quickly since mm. the weekend. So people will ask questions about uh, when the initial contact was made and and when talks took place. Yeah, well, of course, because we're we're standing here. On Tuesday, after watching the scenes at Celtic Park after the the cleanse to treble, I mean, what time was that? Uh, about half past nine, something like that, quarter to ten on Saturday night, for that deal to go through so quickly. Of course, it's only natural to think there were um, communications beforehand. And we were saying last week how the connections and the dialogue was already there from the connections uh, being put in place at Spurs. <laughs> so, of course, there's been something there. However, I wouldn't say 
that was the the problem uh, in terms of the the actual performance level. I say I don't think Ange Postecoglou for one minute would have went in and told all his players three weeks ago, four weeks ago. By the way, guys, I'm I'm heading to Spurs, uh, and the heads dropped and the performance levels dropped. No, that happened because of rotation of the squad. I think him as a manager and a coach, I think he did keep professional. He tried to bat away every question that was asked of him. And it's quite right that the journalists up here asked for him. For all those that phoned in the show, it says it was the media in Scotland that was trying to get him to leave and create problems. Of course not, because when it gets reported in London, that's when you know there is some truth to it. But I think the Celtic manager at that time kept hugely professional and respectful of the club you, and got the job done. You, can, you, you can't blame... I, I know what Alex saying. I think that Celtic went off the boil a little bit. But one of their best performances was not that long ago against Aberdeen. Uh, five nil, an informed Aberdeen coming to Celtic Park, and it could have been a lot, lot more. So, as much as I agree they went off form uh, compared to what uh, Celtic fans were used to, I don't believe it was because of Ange Postecoglou going to Spurs. There's no way in the world that on Saturday after the game this all kicked in, right? We've been in football too long to believe in that fairy tale. This has been going on behind the scenes for weeks. Of course, it is. So, as a manager, now you think that could have been, that could have broken down at any time. So you can't come out and show your hand. Truthfully, I think it hurts for the Celtic fans, but I think that Ange Postecoglou handled this brilliantly, professionally. He kept his head down. He worked away. He delivered the treble to Celtic fans. They had a fantastic time. But I, everybody that really knew by Sunday, Monday. All the all the sitting down round the table, the 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 box is getting ticked. Let's get this done, and that's what's happened. Alec, there's no secret, you know, the bond Celtic fans had with Ange Postecoglou and and how much they loved him. How do you feel about him now? How much has this changed your view on him? Oh, it's changed immensely. I I wouldn't want him back at Park ever again. He's done the exact same as but uh, Mark. You can't tell me for one minute they players didn't know he was leaving. They players knew he was leaving And our captain should have come out and told us that No, no, come on Alec Listen, if they did know well It's a matter of timing What we are We're arguing about here You're suggesting that the players knew weeks ago And that was That resulted in a dip in form If the players did know Here's my opinion I think Ange Postecoglou Would have let them know Either directly after the game on Saturday Or when they got back to the stadium because when else was he going to have a farewell to the players? And I think he respects his team and his captain that much that he wouldn't have just went off into the sunset down to London without saying, listen, thank you for your effort. So I think they probably did know, but I think it was round about the time that everybody was putting the pieces together. I don't believe it was four or five weeks ago. I think the biggest, I think the biggest problem for the Celtic fans was, I think that a lot of them look and think, we'd have loved that to be... You know, going with our best wishes But on Saturday We want to celebrate with Ange Postecoglou Knowing he was going on to uh, Spurs And I totally get that I really do Because he is a loved uh, guy At Celtic Football Club But you think about this That deal was only cemented today Now between Saturday and today Something could have went wrong that deal And all of a sudden Ange Postecoglou's left Thinking, I've just told the Celtic fans I'm leaving. I've waved them goodbye. I've enjoyed my celebrations with them, and then all of a sudden, a negotiation somewhere along the line and a contract because it's a four-year contract. 
lot of money There'd been a lot of talking with lawyers to be done Something could have went wrong And Poster Coglu could have been left wagging his face That's why he's kept it under wraps And that's why I think Celtic fans are a little bit disappointed But I understand it Alec, there's a lot of talk today about John Kennedy Potentially joining Ange Poster Coglu at, at Tottenham What are your thoughts on that? It wouldn't bother me, I'm going it wouldn't bother me. And up here, he's got one team to beat. Down there, he's got 14 teams to beat. He's not going to survive to Christmas there. Because that, that chairman... He said that up. when he came into Scotland. Uh, a lot of people yeah, said that about Malik. Your chairman's bigger than us. That levy will sack him, as he's done in previous managers. He'll not last to Christmas. Alec, were you, were you not delighted with the job Ange Postacoglu did oh, at Celtic? I was delighted, but I thought they would give us a wee bit more time. We're in the Europa, eh, in the Champions League. What more carrot can he get? You know what I mean? He's not going to get that down in Tottenham. He's not even going to get Europe. I suppose but, it, but it, that it is opens, a challenge. I suppose it opens up the debate, England. Mark, of you know whether managers stay up here and get six games in the Champions League group stages and potentially you know maybe get to the last sixteen or drop into the Europa League or. You then go down south to England yeah. and every single week you're managing against the likes of Pep Guardiola and, and Jurgen Klopp. There's there's a lot to weigh up, isn't there? No, really. I don't think so. I don't think there is a debate. You know, if you're getting offered a top six club, I know Spurs finished eighth, but that was off the back of what they're claiming to be a woeful season. They should be a top six club with the infrastructure, the investment, the players that they've got. If you're getting offered that... No matter what you come out and say in your media conferences to try and charm the support behind you, you are taking it all day long. I think Celtic fans have to be careful about believing everything, every word that comes out of their manager's mouth in terms of, you know, the, the great admiration that they've had for years and growing up watching Celtic. And, you know, I'll, of course, Ange Postecoglou said some things, you'll be surprised at how long I'll be here and I'll be here as long as the club wants me. People need to be realistic Who we're neighbours with And what they can offer And Ange Postecoglou is hugely ambitious It is another target for him To try and get Spurs back into the top six And be successful in Europe Well thank you to Alec Let's stick with the phones David is a Celtic fan in Bells Hill David how are you feeling about it today? Hi guys Thanks for taking my call um, Yes listen I'm a big Celtic fan from Bells Hill And I think there's a lot of doom and gloom At the moment regarding What's happened, first of all, um, Ange Postecoglou is a fantastic manager, done a fantastic job, but I've, I've, I've no issues with him whatsoever moving on. But if I throw some names at these guys, um, I'll tell you my point. Martin O'Neill, Brendan Rodgers, Ronnie Dyler, Ange Postecoglou, Gordon Strachan. What have all these guys got in common? When these guys all come into Celtic, they all won and they were very successful in their first season. Martin O'Neill won a treble in his first season. Brendan Rodgers won a treble in his first season. Ange won a double in his first season. So did Gordon Strachan and so did Ronnie Dyler. So history states that when you bring in a new manager to Celtic, he's not going to get two or three seasons to win trophies. He's going to be successful in his first season. Now, the new manager that comes in is coming into a winning club, a club that's dominated Scottish football for the last decade. Very, very good young players who are all worth money. So, what's you know, the, the history books are saying that the next manager, the chances are he's going to win at least the league in his first season, if not more, and going and dominate for the next four, five, six years. And I've got absolutely no doubt that that's going to happen. So, yes, it's sorry to see Ange go, 
but if things move on, then I'm, I'm, I'm confident we'll be we'll grow from this. Yeah, Gordon will only find out in the future who the manager is going to be and what success they'll have. But the one thing that you know for certain is that Ange Postacoglu has left Celtic in a good place. They're treble winners. They've got plenty of good players there. And whatever manager walks in next will have a successful winning squad to walk into. Yeah, uh, and I think that's where you've got to appreciate the manager as well. You're quite right, Andrew. He's uh, turned that club round. When he walked into it first... It was a shambles. Uh, I remember watching their pre-season friendly over in Wales and I thought, oh my, they're in trouble. He went in the transfer market, he's brought quality players, fans' favourites, guys that the, the supporters adore, the style of football, everything. So he's left the base of a terrific football team. The new manager come in. David's right. There's every possibility a new manager because you've got one team really to beat. Um, as Rangers and it's a big season for them as well because when you're with Rangers or Celtic you've got to win trophies as a manager if you don't then you ain't going to be in a job but he's left a, a great base for any manager to come in and obviously he'll have his own ideas he can add one or two that's why I'm saying you're looking about and all these names getting thrown about who's going to be the next manager now me personally only my opinion if John Kennedy doesn't get the job there's no point John Kennedy still staying at Celtic. He may as well go to Tottenham with uh, Coglu. Um I think he would have every right. I think that Postacoglu thinks so highly of him. As much as uh, Coglu's got to miss, I think John Kennedy, what I've heard, and Mark obviously knows as well, being the coaches, knowing the players, worked under the managers that he's worked under, everyone, you know, speaking so highly about him, I think that'll be a big loss as well for Celtic. Mark, how much more of an attractive prospect is this Celtic job for a manager going in than it was two years ago when Ange Postacoglu came in? We know the story. Eddie Howe was in talks. He turned it down. Ange Postacoglu then came in. There's been plenty of names mentioned now, but the fact that it's a, a treble winning side, a, a winning side that a manager will be walking into that go into the Champions League group stages, do you think Celtic will be able to you know, go for a, a high calibre of manager? Will that help them possibly get a higher oh, calibre of manager? Without doubt. You know, it's a much more attractive uh, club than it was two years ago. You know, the club was a mess. You even think upstairs, Peter Lobel was leaving. Dominic Mackay was coming in and didn't last very long. The players' contracts were expiring. It was just a mess. So, you know, we were speculating who would get the job then and who would touch it or who had the nerve to take it on. One man did. But you're right for now. The squad of players there, very, very good. Tied up in contracts. Going into the Champions League and defending champions and treble holders, of course. However, there's a lot within that that can go wrong. <laughs> you know, you don't start well. You're behind as a new manager, then pressure comes. That's the standards that Ange Postacoglu left behind. So it's going to take um, an outstanding candidate to take the role on and form the Celtic team that Ange Postacoglu and the players left behind into their own style. Because that's the big question. Will it be someone with the same style? Or will it be somebody that rips that up and says, no, nope, that's the way I want to play? David, Celtic say the, the recruitment process is already underway. Are there any standout names for you? Um, first of all, if, would I say no to Brendan Rodgers? And the answer for me is no. I mean, yes, I know there's a lot of issues there, but he knows the game. He knows what Celtic. He knows what's required at Celtic. He knows the club. He knows a lot of the players that are there. So I wouldn't say no to him. But I think my first choice, if I'm honest, would probably be 
Graham Potter, I think the style of play is very, very good. He's out of work at the moment, um, so there'll be no compensation to pay. And yeah, he's uh, he's a, a good upcoming young manager. So I think yeah, he would probably be my first choice. But I wouldn't say no to Brendan Rodgers. Graham Potter, Brendan Rodgers. Yeah, it'd be interesting, especially Brendan Rodgers one. Um, not that long ago, you couldn't mention his name on this program. Um, now all of a sudden, it's uh, yeah, maybe get Brendan back if he's available, which he is. Um, look, quality manager. There's no doubt um, the job that he done at Celtic when he came in. There's what, how many thousand, fourteen, fifteen thousand there just to see him when he was paraded in front of the Celtic fans. That's how much he was adored. He left with obviously a bad taste. Of course he did. Um, but I think there'd be a lot of Celtic supporters out there if Brendan Rodgers was appointed would uh, very very quickly forget about those days. Well, thank you to David. We want to hear from you as well. 01419511025. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL here with me, Andrew McLean, on the day Ange Postacoglu left Celtic to go to Tottenham. We want to hear your thoughts on it. 0141-951-1025. Rangers also confirmed their third summer signing today as well. Jack Butland agreeing a four-year deal after his deal at Crystal Palace was up. So maybe you've got some thoughts on that as well. 0141-951-1025. But it is very busy on the phone. So let's get straight back to them. Jim is a Celtic fan in Bells Hill. Jim, how are you feeling about the situation today? Hi, good evening, Andrew, uh, Mark and Gordon. Hi, Jim. Well, just to put you in the picture, um, believe it or not, I've listened to Super Scoreboard for great start for almost 40 years. Never phoned before because I never felt so irate about a situation. Um, Ange Postacoglu was out there at Celtic Park last Saturday, you know, Waving up to the fans, beating his chest, mentioning Tommy Burns, you know, giving us all a false sense of perspective that he was going to stay. And then the cup final comes, we won that. Don't be wrong, I appreciate everything that he, that he done for us, but it's the way the man's left. He, he didn't even have the decency to have a small interview and tell us he was gone. He just left. That's how I feel. And I think there's thousands of guys like me out there. So I just want to say to my fellow Celtic supporters, see tonight, Everybody, it's now got to be a case of Ange who we just need to forget about him and move on to, to our next manager. I'm not sure what, what the panel's thoughts are on that. I mean, Jim is Jim's ready to cut Ange Postacoglu off altogether. He's talking about you know what's that, what Ange Postacoglu's said after the, they've won the treble. How tough a situation is that for a manager, whether it is you know in media interviews, whether he's standing outside the front of Celtic Park with thousands of Celtic fans there? It's, it's not really the situation where you can announce. You're no. leaving, is it? No, I, I don't agree with that at all, for Jim. Well, firstly, Ange, of course not. I, I think Ange Postacoglu will go away with a lot of well wishes from a lot of Celtic fans. I get that some people are hurt, but you're right. When when Ange Postacoglu delivered the speech after the Aberdeen game, when they were lifting the trophy, didn't allude to anything in his future. Now, we kind of picked up on that we discussed it briefly but off air we were discussing how he didn't commit to anything that very non-committal um, so if anyone went away from Celtic Park thinking he led them down the garden path saying about next season I think that'd be wrong I think it was just the same on Saturday where he was asked numerous times to different outlets media outlets about what was happening I, again I think 
He was totally respectful Non-committal But he says he wanted to enjoy the moment And so should every Celtic fan So I don't I don't get that You know Sounding like he was going to be there I don't think He he, he did go down that road I think he did very well to steer clear That's not to say he didn't know What he was doing But what's he going to say Listen We've just lifted the, the Premiership title By the way everybody here at Celtic Park I'm leaving next week after the Scottish Cup final That would derail his team it would take the attention away from his team going into a Scottish Cup final. And then after the Scottish Cup, was it to come out to the media mm. outlets and say, by the way, in 48 hours, I'll be away? Because it would totally devalue the achievement of what his players have just done. So there is no easy time to make an announcement like this. And he's taking 72 hours for it to come out. And the heart is obviously still raw with some fans. Yeah, I think it. I think it. Um, the ones like Jim and and Jim may be right. There may be a lot of Celtic fans out there get the same opinion. And Jim's a season ticket holder. He's entitled to that. How he feels, uh, but I think that is a bit of hurt and and disappointment. Uh, I agree with Mark. I think that Ange Postecoglou never come out in any of his interviews when asked about the situation. Said, "No, I'm a Celtic man. I'm staying at Celtic." Ange Postecoglou. Seen out his two years Delivered the treble He can't come out On the Saturday And say By the way guys I'm going to Tottenham Hotspur Because the deal Didn't get through to today So until that deal's Finally done You cannot comment on that Andrew It's as simple as that I know it's disappointing For the Celtic fans Because they wanted to hear it From Ange Postacoglu But that's just the nature of football And for anyone To You know Begrudge that guy to go down to Tottenham Hotspur in a four-year deal after the job that he achieved at Celtic Football Club is beyond me. Do you want to come back in, Jim? Well, I mean, that's a fair enough point for Martin Gordon, but I mean, at the end of the day, I know it's... I'm coming at it from a different perspective. I mean, us guys, we, we're, we're on the terrace. Well, it's no terrace. We're, we're in the seats. I pay my money every, you know, every year. I've done for years. The guys, I mean, big hands on the park. Beating his chest, etc. Right, I know he's telling us that this is this, this is this. But what he could have done was, why could he not say on Sunday? Just put a statement out via Jerry McCulloch or Sunday. Just put it out via self TV or any means, and just say, listen, I really appreciate everything that's happened, but I'm going to speak to sports. That's what he should have done. That's what would have taken. Jim, Jim, he couldn't do that. You've got to grasp this. He couldn't do that because the deal was not done. Until today So you cannot Listen In any walk of life I know it's football any walk of life You can't turn around and say Well that's me I'm off Until you've absolutely Signed that bit of paper That's saying That's it now Legally done There's a lot of stuff To be done with lawyers And contracts And everything like that Yes I do believe In fact You need to be silly To think this only started At the weekend This has been going on For a couple of weeks But Ange Postacoglu That doesn't take away From the fact that I truly believe that day you're talking about when they lifted the title and they stood there and spoke about the great Tommy Burns and how much he loved Celtic. I don't think that was a lie. I don't. Th- I think he meant that from the heart. But the deal has only been done today and you can't begrudge him this opportunity in his career after the job that he's done at Celtic Football Club, financial package as well, and don't... I, I hate people saying, well, he's, he's been away, walking away greedy. Life's all about, you know, doing the best you can, challenge yourself and making the much, much money as you possibly can because every sportsman does it. 
to look after their families as well. So I think you're being a wee bit I think you're being a wee bit wrong with your your comments about Ange Postacoglu. Ask me all we can agree, disagree. Listen, thanks for your time anyway. I just wanted to get it off my chest, so I've done it now. Jim Jim's point, right, just brief one about being a season ticket holder and paid his money. It's it's quite an interesting one because a lot of people would renew their season ticket on the belief that they were going along to watch the the entertaining attacking football that Hans Postecoglou's brought in the last two years. Now there was a lot of complaints. Brendan Rodgers, incidentally, as last year, people saying that things are a bit stale, a bit boring. A lot of criticism about the style of play Neil Lennon went through. Um, but there was a queue of people waiting to renew their ticket and grasp an opportunity for those who didn't renew. Um, and all of a sudden, it's going to be a different man in charge of the club. Maybe with a different style. Maybe we had a different outcome. So well, I'm I'm going to I'm going to differ for you there, Mark, because I'm going to give the Celtic fans a bit of credit here. Yes, they enjoyed the football under Ange Postecoglou. They enjoy the football players, the talent that's there. But I don't care who the manager is. I think they will all still renew because they're Celtic supporters, and that's the way it is. And it's the same with Rangers as well. Well, thank you to Jim. Make sure it's not another forty years before you call again. Let's stick with the phones. Andy is a Celtic fan in Craig End. Andy, what are your thoughts on Ange Postecoglou's departure? Yeah, I thought that point with Mark there uh, that Mark made there about the style of play was a really good one, and uh, I think that's something we should bear in mind as a support when we look at who the board are putting out there as a prospective. Uh, replacements for Ange but it, more broadly I think it sounds a wee bit like we've been dumped and this is how we're, we're kind of we're hurt and we're in we're backlashing but see if you look at it objectively and maybe ask you guys if you can answer it can you remember a Celtic manager ever leaving a Celtic team in a better nick than Ange Postecoglou just has mm. yeah yeah no that's uh, it's a good point probably not you know I mean, when you think of the achievement, yeah, and the treble, and the, straight into the Champions League group stages Champions next League, season as well. You look at the the squad, um, the average age of the squad as well, uh, how they've performed. Probably not, not in my time anyway, uh, because either you leave Celtic, you're sacked, or you've potentially lost the league the year before against Rangers and some other managers you've have moved have down to Leicester. You've well, you've moved down to Leicester. <laughs> But even I don't think that squad I know Neil Lennon took up the mantle and, and got the job done But I wouldn't say that squad was as strong as the squad Is that Celtic at the moment? I couldn't, I couldn't answer that Because I, I, I don't really focus on Celtic that much To to say yeah that's the best squad and, and this. But what you've got to say about Ange Postecoglou As much as they're disappointed He's left the club in a brilliant place Mark quite rightly says the age of the players, the young players, the squad, the talent in the squad. Yes, one or two will leave in the summer. The new manager will bring one or two in. But there's not the same sort of a job that Ange Postacoglu walked into two years ago. It's a case of a new manager walking in there, having a look at pre-season and thinking, I want to add one or two and away you go and you've got great opportunity to continue that success for next season. Andy, you mentioned at the start of your call there that you know style of play is a huge thing for you and after watching Ange Postacoglu's side for the last two years, is that a priority for you in terms of the next manager that they have a style that, that is exciting, that's attractive to watch? It is, but it's vital because this squad won't work if you don't have a style of play like that. I mean, if, if David Moyes is a good coach, right? But see if he comes up 
and you know tries to punk Rodgers into the into the box for Kyogo. It's not going to happen. It's going to be like uh, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst Rangers. It's just not going to work with us. So we need to get someone who plays a really progressive style of football, even if that means taking a risk, because otherwise we're wasting, you know, one a really good squad, but a squad that's built for one style of football and basically one style of football only because um, it was built for Ange. I mean, to be fair to the board, they gave him full control. But if we're going to be a team, if we're going to be a club, sort of the geese, full control, eh, the coaches, then we need to make sure that we're always getting the same sort of coaches, and I think that's the big worry. I mean, Ange Postacoglu was on a short list with uh, Eddie Howe and Roy Keane. That doesn't really tell you that the board have much strategic direction for the club, and it just means that actually, now even though we're in a great position, we know that we might not get the potential of these players, and we need to make an impact in Europe. We absolutely must make an impact in Europe, and the only way we can do we can do that is by using this squad to its maximum potential, which means getting in somebody that's really, really good and has a philosophy and a focus in the same way Ange did. Maybe not exactly the same, but it needs to be of that persuasion, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean, Andy's saying that he, he would want someone that has a similar style to mm-hmm. Ange Postacoglu because of the, the players they've got and, you know, the squad is obviously in the mould of Ange Postacoglu. But the thing is, any manager that comes in is going to want to implement their own style. It's obviously a big decision for the Celtic board. How much are they going to look at continuity possibly in terms of style of play or is it a case of just going out and getting the manager that they think is right and then giving him the tools to you know mould the squad into his image yeah that's got to be the real interesting situation here um going back to Andy's point about David Moyes I can't see Celtic Brink getting MD from the English Premier League it's still in the job um, yeah, I think he's I, still got a year left in his yeah, contract yeah, so I a European final to come this yeah, week I, I don't think David Moyes will be at Celtic but I listen. I may be John Kennedy's agent tonight, and if he gets a job, I hope he's got to give me a percentage. <laughs> you're not going to talk him up again, no, are no, you? No, but you're talking about style of play, and if your Celtic fans want the style of play, right, and quite rightly so with the players, so they're a bit concerned about bringing in managers that may change that style of play. John Kennedy has worked under Ange Postecoglou for two years. He does most of the training at Celtic Park. He's very well connected at Celtic Park. He knows the players inside out. That's why I'm thinking to myself, in my personal opinion, you can shoot me down in flames if you want, I think they've got the perfect candidate inside their stadium just now. What is up with giving a young manager a chance who knows the club inside out, knows every single player, works with them every single day, style of football... He's you say style of football though There's nothing you, We don't know if that is John Kennedy's preferred style of play His philosophy I, Yes he's worked under Ange Postacoglu But John Kennedy will have his own ideas surely well, And well, maybe, maybe they don't I'm, Marry I'm, up with Ange Postacoglu <laughs> And they've just worked well I, together I'd be and, very surprised then If John Kennedy's watching A successful um, system working That he decides I've got my first uh, crack at a job so I'm going to rip everything up and change it. I think that would be silly, and I don't think he's a he's a silly guy. I think he's worked under Postacoglu. He must be that good because Postacoglu's got to take him to Tottenham, right? It's as simple as that. So, look, Celtic fans want a big name. I totally understand that. The Brendan Rodgers is this, this world, and they want bigger names. Sometimes, somewhere along the line, a guy who's been in that club for twenty odd years, why not? Give him a chance at uh, the number one. I think if they're looking out with John Kennedy, who does is obviously getting a cut. He's two of his days at Celtic. That's pretty clear. <laughs> I think the, the, the boy Enzo Maresca at, at Man City. Now, 
Whether you like it or not Celtic are part of this whole City group Unofficially uh, Whatever you want to call it You know in terms of Players I've had in the past There always seems to be Some sort of pathway uh, Ange Postacoglu Of course Has always been a part of that And found out his way to Celtic I think if you're talking about Style and continuity The way teams play Then him being assistant To Pep Guardiola Might be somebody who comes in And plays a similar style Who's inventive You only have to look at Arteta Working in that kind of role And then he goes away to Arsenal And transforms the style that Arsenal play To be successful That might be a name That might be top of some people's Although some Celtic fans might look at the fact He went to Parma last season 14 games got sacked after 180 Uh, days or whatever it was It was a disaster, no doubt about it Um, But maybe that's all to do with Who's in charge, a Parma and, And being a bit trigger happy That's why the Celtic board have to be Particularly careful with this appointment If they give somebody the, ch- the the chance to manage the club Then they have to be patient Again, they, they, they can't just say Oh by the way, Ange Postacoglu figured the league out in six games And everything was rosy The next guy along will do the same Might not be the same Might take a wee bit longer Might take them less than six games But they have to consider it carefully Well thank you to Andy Keep the calls coming 01419511025 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL here with me Andrew McLean on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard We've been hearing the opinions of Celtic fans after that news today that Ange Postacoglu has signed a four-year deal to take over as Tottenham's new head coach Let's go straight back to the phone Scott is a Celtic fan in Cambus Lang, Scott, what were you thinking when that news broke this morning? Hi guys, uh, good to speak to you again. Hope you are all well. Um, you too. I was uh, gutted, but um, Mark, I was hearing earlier on. Mark was right, obviously saying about he never said nothing after the five nothing win over Aberdeen. Go look at it last year when they won the double when he came out and says we'll be come back better, stronger next year. He never said that in the Aberdeen game, right? So. That kind of started my conclusion, if you know what I mean. That started my kind of worrying about this, right? But I hope you can bear with me, right? So, uh, Brendan Rogers, no. Um, Moyes, definitely no. What about the boy for Bobo Glenn? I can't remember his name, right? But he's a good... Because I actually are after him as well. Yeah, Kieti Knutson. Yeah, right? They go £5 million for Ange coming, going away. Use that, right? You know, and try and try and get him over here. You know, he's he won twice the league twice with Bobo Glenn. He's he's making a name for himself in Europe. That's what we want. That's what Celtic are wanting to do. They're wanting to make ourselves back in Europe again. Give this guy a chance. See how he does. You know, and see we go for there. My worry is, my worry is. If Tottenham Hotspur sell Harry Kane Scott, we'll take that point first and I'll let you come back in with your your second point Um, Knutson is certainly a manager that's been linked with various jobs over the years He's done a really good job at at Bodo Glimt I think, was it Aberdeen that actually um, inquired about him a couple of years ago And he didn't want that job He's been linked with a couple of jobs down in England as well He's certainly uh, one of the managers that's been catching the eye in Europe Is that something you you could see happening, Mark? Well he, he caught the eye Certainly when he came up Against Ange Postacoglu's side And beat them convincingly With an attractive style of football That we all sat back and went Wow Who, who is this And some of these players We've never even heard of But It was great to watch um, 
Looking at recent history I mean he finished 18 points Behind Mulder last season um, Now that's not to say He's a bad manager But If you're If you're looking for You know Somebody that's Continuously successful Then Maybe not But look The style on those two occasions And that European run Was fantastic Because Remember them They played uh, Jose Marino's Roma team mm-hmm. And he took six off them yep. Remember So everyone's Again Standing up to attention Thinking This guy's the real deal I don't know I'd maybe have to dig More in his past To see where he's came from I wouldn't rule him out Of course Because Again How can you rule Anybody Out of this role None of us Knew Ange Postacoglu Before we came in And all the All the People that phoned in And says Oh listen No I knew him I read books And uh, about him From the other side Take that with a pinch of salt Because it's easy Saying that after someone's come in and been successful So perhaps his man He caught the eye at Celtic Park And away from home on that occasion But I just don't know how his career's been shaped After those standout victories There'll be, there'll be hundreds upon hundreds of names in for this uh, People getting linked People being favourites with The bookies and you, you, We've seen this picture before I think if you're involved with Celtic just now If you're a season ticket holder You're a fan You're concerned I think you've got to show faith in the board, Andrew, I really do, because if you look at their past records, their appointments to managers have been very good. Matt says it there. They pulled Postacoglu out of nowhere. Everybody had him been sacked by Christmas, and he was absolutely fantastic for the club, so much so that a lot of the supporters are hurting tonight. So me personally, yes, we'll all have our, our opinions on who could take over, I think you've just got to put a bit of trust in the Celtic board Scott you had another point on Tottenham Yeah um, obviously you know the reports doing south that um, Harry Kane is going to um, Real Madrid for 100 million apparently now let's just hypothetically throw it out there what happens if he does and he's got 100 million to play with what happens if he comes in for Kyogo 30, 35 million the board are not going to say no then we've lost a then we've lost a talisman, right? So that's what I'm worried about, right? Or even coming in for Jota, or coming in for Hakate. You know, that's that's my concern. You know, so it's I I just hope that when he says he still loves Celtic and blah blah, blah I just hope that he means that. You know what I'm saying? You know, don't get me wrong. You know, don't get me wrong here, right? Um, I love what you've done for the club. You know, I'm not going to diss him. You know, he's He's went for his own reasons. You know, I'm pleased we got him. I'm pleased with the situation where we are just now. But I just hope he doesn't come in for our players. Yeah, I think that will be a natural fear for Celtic <laughs> fans. Could, could you see Ange Postacoglu going in? Is he going into a club that are maybe shopping in a different market? Or because he knows the Celtic players so well, could you could you maybe see him dipping back into to players he's worked with previously? Well, bearing in mind, Celtic fans had this fear when Brendan Rodgers left the club. And they were... You know, speculation about all sorts of players leaving, and none of them did to join Brendan Rodgers. And Postecoglou, you're right in highlighting Andrew will be shopping in a different market. But Scott's fear about Jota and Kyogo and Hitati and whoever else, if the thinking is that these players as good as we all think they are, then Ange Postecoglou is maybe the least of of Scott's worries. There's a whole lot of other teams in England and around Europe. That will be looking at these players Because they're exceptional talent So no doubt in my mind One day will come Whether it's this transfer window The next or next year Kyogo 
Will be linked And maybe go So will Jota So will Hattati, Maybe even O'Reilly It's a natural progression of football it's Where we are in the country Just now Celtic and Europe That's the case If you succeed here You will go on to a bigger And better league That That's what Maybe not club But a bigger And better league That financially rewards you Much higher than Celtic can Honestly, I, d- I don't think that Ange Postacoglu will come back and raid Celtic. He's quite entitled to throw his fishing rod into any water as you want. He's uh, Tottenham Hotspur manager. He's got to do the best for them. But to replace Harry Kane, 100 million with Kyogo, I'd, I don't think that's going to happen. Well, thank you to Scott, but now it's time for this. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the scottishsun.co.uk slash football. Well, you maybe thought you had the last beat the pundit of the season last night, but no, it's tonight. Mark Wilson, Gordon DL will be capping off beat the pundit for the year and you could be the final contestant of the season. All you need to do is give us a call before 7 o'clock 0141 951 1025. Tackle the headlines. 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Into the second part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard And of course the big news today is that Ange Postacoglu has officially left Celtic And he is the new Tottenham manager So any thoughts on that, get them in on 01419511025 Rangers fans, we want to hear from you as well Because Jack Butland has signed a four-year deal with the club So maybe you've got some thoughts on that A third summer signing already But first, it's time to do this Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Yes, beat the pundit, your chance to take on either Mark Wilson or Gordon DL. Answer as many questions as you can in 30 seconds and you'll get the bragging rights and the final signed ball of the season. And next up it is Calvin in Ballona. Calvin, are you feeling confident? Uh, as confident as I can be, I. <laughs> That's right. Have you have you got a preference? Who would you rather play? Uh, probably Matt Wilson, isn't it? Why? Why, Mark? Hi. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the Rangers Celtic connection, eh? Oh, there we go. We'll get a, oh, get a wee, right, wee right, Darby. Right, right, right. right. Yes, there you go, Calvin. Right. <laughs> Hope a hammer you here, Calvin. <laughs> there we go. We'll see if you are in luck. We'll see. It will be heads for Mark Wilson, tails for Gordon DL, and it will be. Gordon DL oh, will be playing oh, Beat the Pundit okay, for the final time oh, this season so I'll put some it. Greatest Hits radio for Gordon DL and <coughs> Calvin I'm sure you know the drill 30 seconds to answer as many questions as possible correctly and all you need to know is you can pass if you are struggling might you buy you a bit of time is that all good? Not a problem Right here we go Who captained Celtic when they won the treble in the 2016-17 season? Scott Brown Kyle Lafferty joined Rangers from which Scottish side in 2018? Come on Which Aberdeen player has replaced Anthony Ralston in the Scotland squad? Oh fast In what year did Kilmarnock beat Celtic in the League Cup final? 2008 Who replaced Robbie Nielsen as Dundee United manager in 2020? Oh uh, Pass Oh, right. his name escaped me at the end. Right, I will bring back in Gordon DL. Gordon, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Good stuff. Right, same for you. 30 seconds on the clock, starting now. Who captained Celtic when they won the treble in 2016 17 season? Brown. Kyle Lafferty joined Rangers from which Scottish side in 2018? 
Kilmarnock. Which Aberdeen player had replaced Anthony Ralston in the Scotland squad? In what year did Kilmarnock beat Celtic in the League Cup final? 209. Who replaced Robbie Nielsen as Dundee United manager in 2020? Uh, Jack Ross. How many Scottish sides will play in European competition next season? Four. Which Rangers player has been called up to the Romania squad? Romania squad? Called up? Um, I have no idea Classic (laughs) time-wasting tactics there But there we go Uh, Calvin, how do you think you got on? I think I get the first two And then I capitulated through there I'll be honest Calvin I think you're maybe even being a bit positive (laughs) (laughs) Calvin, what he's really saying is Hang up and run (laughs) Right, we'll go through them Who captained Celtic when they won the treble In the 2016-17 season? Good start for both of you Scott Brown, it is one all Kyle Lafty joined Rangers From which other Scottish side in 2018? You both said Kilmarnock You're both wrong Hearts Hearts Yes, so it remains one all Which Aberdeen player has replaced Anthony Ralston In the Scotland squad? It is indeed Ross McCrory So it's a 2-1 lead For Gordon DL And what year did Kilmarnock Beat Celtic In the League Cup final 2012 So you both Got that one wrong And it remains 2-1 to Gordon DL Who replaced Robbie Nielsen As Dundee United manager In 2020 Gordon you said Jack Ross he, uh, Wasn't he was it Incorrect It's Mickey Mellon Yeah it's Mickey right. Mellon Alright Calvin uh, Shockey after the, the event mate uh, so it remains 2-1 to Gordon DL And that was as far <laughs> as Calvin got You got two more questions in Gordon And you didn't get either of them right How many Scottish sides will play in European competition <laughs> next season? Five Five, Five. Come on What did I say four for? Come on. We talked about it all season The European yeah, places I forgot, forgot Five Celtic forgot Rangers, Rangers, Aberdeen, Hearts and Hibs And which Rangers player has been called up to the Romania squad? How did you not get that? A bit Hadji Yanis Hadji Oh, Remember his dad, Romanian legend. Yeah, yeah, but do you know something? I'm. I thought I'd be home by now because I was only booked in for an hour. I turned totally off. This Calvin jumps up here, trying to take a ball off me. Boom! See you later. Not well, even my. Well, mind. what a classic! Ten wrong answers between you. <laughs> yeah, and a two-one scoreline, Calvin. Game, Calvin, what do you make of it? Ah, it's one of the nights, and it's harder than your own as They always say. Calvin, since we've got you, you're a Rangers fan. What do you make of that news today about Jack Butland signing a four-year deal? Uh, I mean, it's a good signing, but I don't think four years was a great shout. I mean, being 30 years old, I think you're taking a bit of a punt, considering how long he's not played first team action for. Obviously, he's played here and there, but you're taking a bit of a punt. Maybe two years with an option to extend for an extra year, but four's a bit much. Yeah, what do you what do you make of that? Is a four-year deal a lot for a guy that hasn't played a, a lot of football? Is that a surprise to you? Yeah, uh, it is. But obviously, um, Buckland was in demand from Rangers. They wanted him. Um, sometimes look you look at Ange Postacoglu going to Spurs four year deal I was surprised at that as well I don't. I didn't think four year deals happen now unless you're a young lad and you've got a future ahead of you and you're looking to have a sell on clause uh, coming up here at 30 uh, with a four year deal you've not got much a sell on clause with that but look goalkeepers look at Craig Gordon look at Alan McGregor for instance and uh, look at Joe Hart all these guys top top goalkeepers going and going and going well into their 30s so it's not a risk by any matters or means but they've just got that confidence in them they want to rebuild under Michael Beal so yeah I think a lot of Rangers fans will look at that and think yeah it makes sense yeah Michael Beal will be hoping that Jack Butland can rediscover his old form at one point I think he got eight England caps in the space of a year or a couple of years he's done it with Todd Cantwell in terms of managing to get a, a player back to form when they'd maybe lost their way a bit that'll be the hope for Michael Beal that he can get Jack Butland back to the goalkeeper that he was at one point and the, yeah. the potential that everyone thought he had when he was young 
Well there's no doubt He was a, a quality goalkeeper When he played But injuries has been The problem um, But like uh, The length of contract Shows that Michael Beale Is confident that This guy is over The worst of his injuries And there's going to be a, a purple patch in his career Where he actually does play games That's what the Rangers manager Needs at the minute He needs to get That number one position right And the length of deal Maybe goes to show He's pushed the boat out For the player you know, he needs an attractive offer to come here to Scotland and four years put on the table to come to Rangers is a very attractive offer when you're 30 years old. So, shows the lens the clubs went to, to get him. Now it's up to the player to back up and show the ability he once, you know, had uh, in, in spades when he, he got his England cops. Calvin, what do you think this means for Robbie McCrory? He showed some, some positive signs at times towards the end of the season when he was given the chance. Do, do you feel that he now just drops... Back into a sort of backup role. You would think that's the way it's going to go, but you obviously we've been twenty five now. You'll probably want to play first team football. So I would probably see if he's going to be leaving Rangers this year, be a permanent deal rather than a loan. But you never know until Mick Deal makes his decision. Yeah, it's an interesting one. That um, obviously, if Calvin had done his homework, he'd known that Ross McCrory went from Aberdeen to Scotland uh, in the last couple of days. But uh, look. The, he was given a fair crack of the whip. Michael Beale came out at the end of the season and said, look, he's going to get a few games. I think you get the last five, is that right? Five or four, whatever it may be. Um, he didn't do a lot wrong, but I was never confident that he was going to be the number one goalkeeper. So it's now a big decision for Rangers and the, the, the lad to say, are you just going to play second fiddle and wait till something happens? Because you look at Craig Gordon, for instance, and then uh, Clark gets in, Sander Clark gets in and, and performs very, very well. He went there to play second fiddle to Craig Gordon. Hopefully that won't happen to Butland. But as a player, and especially a goalkeeping position, it's not like you're going to come on a sub every week. You've got to be a part of it. You've got to get to 30 minutes. You've got a decision to make. You don't want to look back in your career and think, do you know what? For most of my career, I've been... On the bench waiting for an opportunity So it's a big decision is, for the lad Is McGowan away? Is... He's still under contract um, So right. it, it so depends whether con- yeah, yeah, He's still under contract so it just depends whether so, uh, Michael Beale yeah. fancies keeping him Or whether he's a player that may move on I remember there was a, a story maybe a month ago That he and Scott Wright were Potentially players that Michael Beale was going to look on But as it stands he has a player under contract for next okay, season So there's, there's now three goalkeepers in place So the only one that's actually been replaced Is, is Alan McGregor with, with Butland So it could be the scenario that McCrory Has chats and he's not guaranteed Even to be the backup goalkeeper And he only he's signed a, a new long term deal Earlier on this season, McCrory Yeah, so um, big discussions Big decision for Beal to make and I think he has got to be the backup keeper you think so? yeah, yeah. yeah, I think he's got to be given That number two spot at the beginning But I keep getting back to it The lad's been out on loan, he's come back He's had his opportunity there He obviously knows Michael Beal doesn't look at him As a number one goalie Because He's brought in Butland at 30 years of age, probably in decent money, on a four-year contract. I just think that sometimes you've got to make a decision. I know what you're saying about long-term contract with, with McCrory. It's a bit of security for him, but I would want to play football. Well, thank you to Calvin. Let's go back to the phones. Billy is a Celtic fan in Shettleston. Billy, we've heard the views of a few Celtic fans over the last couple of days about Ange Postacoglu's departure. How are you feeling after the official announcement today? Hi, good evening, panel. Thanks for taking my call. Firstly, like everybody else, I'm gutted. Now that the news has finally sunk in, the realisation is that 
of it is that it does hurt. So it does. After winning a record eighth treble in a row, we don't seem to be the ones that are happy in this side of the city now. I think it's the Rangers now that are the happy lot, considering everything that's happened over the last week or so. But to put it into context, Hans Postecoglou has been a great manager for Celtic. In my opinion, he's probably only second to someone like Jock Steen for his stature, his uh, command for respect, his players running brick wall, running through brick walls for him. So there was not a single Celtic supporter who was not on the side of Ange Postecoglou, and that's probably his bigger going terms of how well he was recognised by the Celtic support. So he goes with my blessings, just unfortunate of the timing at the end of the day so it is and also as I said to the producer Chris that I think circumstances are that he's probably left a bigger fish from a smaller pond to go to a smaller fish in a larger pond which you can't deny him that opportunity because it's it's where everybody wants to be at the end of the day I mean the, the first thing Billy was saying that he's saying you know no one can doubt the, the job Ange Postacoglu did up here Rangers won the league What was it 25 points The, the season before Ange Postacoglu yeah. came in Then to come in And win five trophies in, in two years Get Celtic Back on top of Rangers And be the dominant force in, in Scottish football That's something That I'm not sure Many would have Been able to foresee When he first walked in For him to do it That quickly No of course not uh, And it was quite impossible At the time To see how That was going to be The future that lay ahead You know when he Secured his first trophy Pretty early on Against Hibs You thought well Yeah okay He's off and running But he still had a lot of work To do in the league uh, And he managed to go Over the line there And it was all about How how do you progress that You know the, the following season um, Obviously the Scottish Cup Alluded him He ticked that off But how, how was he going to perform Against the top sides In Europe Was he going to Retreat his style And, and be a defensive uh Kind of style And performance Against the bigger No He went toe to toe with him Okay he came undone <clears throat> And I'm pretty sure he would have had a blueprint How to attack the Champions League this year That may have been tweaked slightly But would have still been attacking So there's lots for the Celtic fans to be grateful about And you know Billy there holds him the same Or or just under Jockstein in stature I mean Martin O'Neill would probably have an argument for that Mm. Getting to a European final and, And the success and respect that he commanded but he's certainly someone that struck up an outstanding relationship with the fans. Every time he was in a press conference, he seemed to say the right thing. It's quite ironic now that that those things that seemed to be right at the time are now the, the things that have been kind of picked apart at by Celtic fans and saying, well, he said this in February and he said this a couple of weeks ago and look where he is now. And with us, I think he meant those things at the time, but... The opportunity is I'm, just too good. I mean, Billy's camp. I, I agree with Billy that he's he's been terrific for Celtic. I'm delighted Billy's one of the supporters that appreciates it. Where I disagree when Billy says about the timing, I think the timing's perfect. Um, I know Celtic fans may disagree with that. He's come in his first year. He's won a double. He's come in last. Um, he started last year. Won a treble. He's went right to the last game of the season. Lifted the Scottish Cup. Thanked the Celtic supporters. And his his stock was so high, so so the timing is right. It might not be right just now for the hurt for the Celtic fans, but for Ange Postecoglou, for his career move going down to England, for what he achieved for Celtic, right to the last game of the season, held his. I thought he handled his press conferences brilliant. 
I thought he handled the press brilliant um, in his two years here. Um, I think the timing was perfect for him as an individual to go to his next chapter. And, and what he has done, sorry, just to touch on that, he's given the Celtic board time, a month to prepare. So it's not like Brendan Rodgers where... He just went and overnight there was a game coming up against Hearts and scrambling about who, who do we get in who, who takes interim charge. Um, now, of course, a month before pre-season starts isn't in the grand scheme of things, you know, a, a big time frame, but it's still enough. You would think that the hierarchy at Celtic would have a succession plan should this day have came about. So gives them time to manoeuvre and interview and put the feelers out who is really the right candidate to take this club forward? Billy, you said that you know Celtic fans will be the, the upset ones now and Rangers fans will be the, the happy ones. Do, do you think it flips that quickly or is there still not a, an air of confidence about what Celtic can achieve this season just based on the season they just had and, and you know maybe a bit of hope what a, a new manager could do? Yeah, that's a tough one to answer actually, isn't it? I mean, we're all hoping that everybody in the Celtic camp will be still feeling buoyant and happy about the, the season ahead but you just wonder what's going through the players heads also at the same time because a lot of them bought into Andy's philosophy and as I say most of them or all of them practically would have ran through brick walls for the man so you just wonder if he command the same sort of level of energy and respect from the next manager it's all this and but you could go down the rabbit hole with this one here I think no because it's had such a big impact on the supporters and if it's had such a big impact on the supporters, it's probably had such a big impact on the players also, to some extent. And if I can touch on what Gordon said earlier on about John Kennedy, Celtic fans all love John Kennedy as well, but he did do his interim manager when Brendan Rodgers, no, it was Neil Lennon, sorry, left. And he didn't seem to galvanise the squad back then. So we're not so sure if he can still galvanise the squad I mean, the squad were in especially a, a bad place at that point, Billy, oh, weren't they? Totally different. Chalk and cheese. Yeah, but it's also, it's in the back of their minds also, you know, at the end of the day, John Kennedy's every bit as good as he probably is if Hans Postacoglu wants to take him down to Tottenham with him. Yeah, yeah listen, I, I take on board what Billy's saying there, but I, I, there's, it's no interest to me who Celtic gets a manager. All I'm doing is I'm looking at the situation and Postacoglu has left this Celtic team, young Celtic team, absolutely terrific, great talent in there. And everybody's talking about style of play. John Kennedy, for me, has earned his stripes. Now, being an interim manager and just thinking, ticking along, knowing that someone else has got to come in, is completely different. And you're quite right in saying that Celtic were in a different place then. John Kennedy, a very experienced coach. He must be very good at his job because every manager that's come into Celtic Football Club and the first thing a manager will tell you and a top manager is they'll bring their own staff and they'll move everybody aside. Poster Cogler come in with no staff. He wants to take Kennedy to Tottenham Hotspur. Speaks volumes. Rogers come in with staff, kept Kennedy. Dyler come in with staff, kept Kennedy. Now, I think somewhere along the line, I think this guy deserves a chance. I'm not saying he's a perfect fit for it, but I think he's earned his stripes enough. Knows the club, knows the players, knows that style of football, knows the, the, the way the Celtic fans want football played. I think, me personally, I, th- I think he's a good a candidate. Uh, as going about. Hold, hold on, what if John Kennedy wants to go to Spurs? 
I mean, reading reports that he's already informed Celtic that he wants to go to Spurs. So that just could be a redundant argument taken out of Celtic's hands. No, I think I think John Kennedy will want to go to Spurs because I think John will know that he's probably not going to get a Celtic job. If if Celtic had to sit there now and offer John Kennedy Celtic football's job as a manager. I think John loves the club that much he'll snap it, their hands off. But I think John's now at the stage, and quite rightly so. Here's another manager coming in. There might be a manager that comes in and doesn't fancy me to be here at Celtic Football Club. I've got an opportunity, because I'm not going to get the job that I want and I, lo- I would love to have, but I've got an opportunity to go with this manager and start something new, a massive club. What are you going to do? I'm going to go with Poster Cogley if I ain't getting the main job. Well, thank you to Billy. 01419511025. We'll get more of your calls next. Taking your calls on Scottish football. 01419511025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon DL and Mark Wilson with me, Andrew McLean, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. And normally we would do the full time teaser at this time, but you know what? It feels like the end of term, doesn't it? Going into the sort of summer holidays, so you know what, I won't give you any homework tonight. We can just uh, let's just watch telly and play a board game. <laughs> Wheel the TV, in. snakes and ladders. <laughs> Actually, we've got we've got much more important stuff to be getting on with. It is definitely not a quiet show whatsoever. That's the main reason for it. Let's go straight back to the phones. John is a Celtic fan in Blantyre. John, you've heard the views of of other Celtic fans tonight. Have you heard some stuff you you agree with, disagree with? No, thanks for taking my call. Well, some of the stuff, some of the comments, I don't want to hear Angie's name. Most of the game's ridiculous. I mean, they want to get a grip of themselves. It goes with my best wishes. I think they're forgetting the position of them when the guy came. It might not have worked out, but it did work out. And, and we did refuse four times the salary. I mean, you could be realistic. This is football, it's the way it goes. He's left us in a great position. We wouldn't have Kyogo, we wouldn't have Maeda, we wouldn't have Alistair Johnston. He's improved Carter Vickers, he's improved Greg Taylor. I mean, this is football. I mean, he's never not going to be here forever. And do you think what he's done in that short space of time was? I mean, the guy had six months before he could buy a player. And what he's done has been absolutely amazing. He goes with my best wishes. And I know people are upset. I'm obviously upset he's left. But coming up with things like that, don't mention his name again. That's just childish. I mean, the guy's done a great job. He deserves another chance somewhere else. And he's left us in a great, a great place with a really good squad. And I, I don't think they'll. I'm worried about Kyogo going down enough, but um, eh, I don't think that'll happen. Maybe they've got, as people have said before, I've got, you know, the kind of money they've got, maybe they've been able to look up here, or he been able to look up here, but the guy goes my best wishes. He's done a fantastic job. As I say, considering the position Celtic were in, they were in absolute shambles. And as Gordon says there earlier, I mean, I, I remember listening to the phone and every the guy sacked before Christmas. I mean, as far as he was concerned, who is he? But he's, he's done a fantastic job and I wish him all the best doing at Spurs and probably a lot more Celtic fans will realise at the time it's just the way it goes. It's just football. I mean, you're not going to have him forever, but just got to be grateful for what he's done and be thankful uh, he done such a good job because, as I say, it might not have worked it. But thankfully for us, it wasn't it. Yeah, I think Roger Hanna said it last night, Mark, that if you'd offered Celtic fans at, at that point two years ago that a manager would come in and then in the next two years they'd win five trophies and Celtic would then get a compensa- compensation package for them to go down to Tottenham, they maybe would have bitten your hand off just because of where Celtic were and the development the, the squad and the, the team would have had. But you can understand, you know, fans are never happy when players or managers they, they like move on to... to 
you know other things no of course not because they leave a lasting impression they're, they're such a big part of their lives and the buy into everything they do then of course it hurts when they leave but I think John speaks complete sense I think the detractors the and the the callers and the, the people on social media who are saying forget him and you know he's a traitor what kind of advert is that for the next Celtic manager coming in to look at um, and, and say well here's a fan base who you know worships you when you do well but however when you take a progressive step in your career that's only natural then turning turning you so it's not very good look I get that they're hurt but it's always going to happen unfortunately in this country unless Celtic and Rangers had to move to England this will happen to the end of time good players will come to this country they'll be bought they'll go on to further their careers in England or Spain or one of the other top leagues same with managers and Ange Postecoglou goes the next one John's spot on the money there's no doubt John's spot on the money he's correct he's disappointed of course he is but Ange Postecoglou has been absolutely brilliant and there's not and nobody will convince me there's not anybody would make a different decision than Ange Postecoglou has made he's come in here as an unknown he's turned Celtic around he's left them with a treble a fantastic place a fantastic squad the club have benefited £5 million from Tottenham Hotspur I think the guy with an, an a four year deal down the English Premiership there's no, you, you've got to sit back and realise that there's not a person in the world would refuse that and Celtic fans have this but the ones that are, are saying we don't want to mention his name again they have this sort of a you know it should never leave Celtic football this guy this is a career sometimes it's a short lived career as Does a age come into it as well though Ange Postacoglu is 58 this year he maybe feels that an opportunity like this may 100%. not come round again the full package now I'll tell you another thing that will come into it um, it would have probably been a hard discussion as well he's got two young kids He's got a family. People don't understand that. They think it's just about football decisions. But he's a family man. He's seen the way he celebrated at Celtic Park with his family and his wife and everything. So they're a big part of his decision. Look, it was an no, absolute no-brainer that he was going to take the opportunity of a four-year deal with Tottenham Hotspur in the English Premier League. As much as everybody thinks Celtic are such a, a, a massive club or whatever... Ange Postacoglu probably loved Celtic He'll always have them in, the, in his heart But he has 100% made the right I, decision I don't think age even comes in here, Andrew I'll be honest Doesn't matter if he was 38, 48, whatever, 58 Have you got offered a step into the biggest league in the world? Well, let's be let's be realistic here The potential, the backing, the, the finances that Daniel Levy can give him And obviously the personal contract he's getting To challenge... Those at the top of the game Of course you're going to take it Doesn't matter if you think Oh it's my last shot If you're a young manager Who's come in and Wowed the country With spectacular football And you got offered that as well I don't think you're going to Say No by the way I've still got a Champions League Campaign here with Celtic That I want to see how I do In these six games When you've got How many games 38 games down south And potentially go into Europe And Champions League With Tottenham You're going to take it all day long 
John, what's next then for Celtic? The Celtic statement today said that they're they're looking to make an appointment as soon as possible, but we'll make sure that they they get the right candidate for it. Have you got a, a preference well, at all? What's your thinking? I don't know if Brendan coming back. Don't give me a language. They need managers, but they're comparing Ange Postecoglou to Brendan Rodgers. That, that was completely different. He just I think Brendan went at three in the morning. You know what I mean? Uh, he left like, Angie's a wee bit different But I, I don't know it's, <laughs> You know a few things About sneaking out In the middle uh, of the night Gordon, uh, don't you? Yeah let I me just confirm Brendan <laughs> left at 2.30am No I, I don't Listen Whoever comes in He's got a good team Is it We wouldn't have Alistair Johnson We wouldn't have Kyogo We wouldn't have Maeda We wouldn't have Tati And you've got to think To say well This guy's brought them here So We've still got them We've lost him But we've still got these players And they're, they're obviously In a good position Financially so I think I actually think I could manage the team To win the league next year But I don't think I'll be getting an offer So uh, I'm not sure who the Managers it's, You're speculating You don't You don't know It's uh, I don't I'm going to be Opposed to giving John Kennedy a chance But I think it's The boys have been saying He's a way He's a way to Spurs Very hard to refuse that, I mean if you're getting, Another manager could come in and say I don't really fancy you Or whatever No I mean So I don't know But whoever comes in is, Going to, obviously going to have a team in a good position so just I mean I remember when Henrik retired it was late in the world so these things happen you've just got to just got to go on and hope for the best and as I say they're in a much better place much better place than they were two years ago so you've got to thank Ange and hope him, I wish him all the best and he's left us in a good place and just onwards and upwards and see, just see how it goes Well thank you to John let's speak to Lee who's a Rangers fan Lee, of course, big news coming out of your club today as well. A third summer signing for Michael Beale already. It's Jack Butland that comes in on a four-year deal. Are you happy with that bit of business? Uh, I am happy on the face of things, but my main point tonight is just to see the panel's opinion on it. Obviously, um, kind of unwiser compared to the guys in the studio who are obviously, you know, pros at this stuff and have a lot of contacts themselves. So my main question is really is. What's the guy's uh, opinions on it? Opinions on, on Jack Butland? Is it going to be a success, Mark? Well, who can tell, really? I mean, on the face of <laughs> that it... That was these... the expert analysis yeah. Lee was looking for there. <laughs> 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 to be honest, we're, we're, we're dealing with... I know, I know. Um, look, he, he definitely had talent. And when you dig into what he's done in the past and been called up for England, then, of course, there is talent there. Uh, at one stage Outstanding goalkeeper That led to him You know Having moves that Some of could only dream of But It's a lack of game time I suppose That you would have to then You know Look at it and think Is that going to be a problem Going forward Look Rangers needed to fill A big void Alan McGregor's left a huge hole And they need someone to To replicate the job that he did Who can tell If that's Butland or not But The one The one good thing For a Rangers point of view is our manager's getting things done early I mean 7th of June And he's already got the goalkeeper The big talking point That we spoke about for weeks and weeks How are they going to replace this number one Is it going to be McCrory Is someone else coming in Well he's answered the questions In the first week in June So that's that's the plus side of you But a Rangers fan The manager's getting on with business quickly Yeah I mean It's something that Michael Beale Has been keen to do Three players already On what the, the 6th of June so far He certainly knows what 
he wants It looks as if there may be other ones in the pipeline I think is it Jose Cifuentes from LAFC That one looks close to being concluded as well a, a central midfielder But how helpful is that for Michael Beale That he'll have new faces in the door For the first day of pre-season I think the Rangers camp um, will be very happy With the way that uh, Michael Beale's going about his business Has to do it early It's a big, big season for him there was a rebuild there, a lot of good players leaving, a lot of quality players leaving. Uh, no better than the goalkeeper, he's replaced that. Uh, Morelos and Kent's away, I think he's got to look at the centre-forward position. I think he's already on that, he's got a target as well. He's doing his homework very quickly, and if you're going to be successful, and that's where Ange Postacoglu was brilliant, he had his homework and the players in very quickly, working with him, hit the ground running. Michael Bale's trying to copy that, copy that as well. He's obviously got players in. I think the Rangers supporters have looked at Cantwell and, and Raskin, and I think the quality's been very good that he's brought in so far, but he's got to keep that, continue that. I think it's going to be a big year for Rangers, especially in Michael Beale, because he has got to get the season right. He's got to hit that ground running, but he's given himself a great opportunity with early work. Lee, that's a, a goalkeeper in the door, a left-sided defender in Dujon Sterling and a, a midfielder in Kieran Dowell. What's next for Michael Beale? What does he need to address now? For me, we need to address, obviously, a, a striker. It was no surprise, well, possibly was a surprise, to be honest with you, when uh, Kolak, you know, fell out of favour uh, under Bill. I feel like a striker would kind of not finish things off for us but it would put us in good stead I'm personally happy obviously with, with Butland um, think the, the panel was in there with the, the caps uh, albeit under under 21s but I, for me when I look at the, the kind of signing with, with Butland there Touchwood, we can kind of put it on the level with Joe Hart. There's no secret that he's obviously done well for Celtic since he's came in. But when you look at signings like that, coming into Scottish football eh, it is only an exciting thing. So first and foremost, I'd like a striker now to come in. Eh, I am happy in Morelos and Kent's away. I, I feel like they've kind of fell off over the last you know, six, seven months. When they really pulling their weight, not contributing, whether it's assists or goals. So... No, I, I trust Bill. I trust what he's doing and how uh, times are exciting if you're a Rangers fan. Um, obviously, we still take losing Ange there. It is kind of bittersweet. It would be good to see how things went next season. Um, they've obviously been very successful under him. It may sound a wee bit strange coming for a Rangers fan, but I do wish him all the success down there. And that is on the back of the kind of negativity that's came from English media and press and Tottenham fans themselves. Um, it kind of diminishes the league that we play in the now and doesn't really speak highly, which is frustrating, I'm sure, for, for, for all fans. But a, a striker would be next on my list. Yeah, a couple of good points there from Lee. Just just first of all, on the one about Ange Postacoglu, how well would it reflect on Scottish football, Mark, if he goes down yeah. to Tottenham and is a success? I think it's a great point there that Lee's made. So across the city, the rivalry that's been in place, um, I'm sure he didn't like seeing the success that the the Celtic manager had here. But, you know, I like that about him, that he's, he's wished him all the success because it would reflect well in this game. You know, too many English... You know, commentators and pundits constantly pick away our game, you know, and and bring it down. 
Um, and we know we've got a very good product here. We know we've got very good players here. And we know we've got outstanding managers here. And Postacoglu obviously been at the top of the tree with that. So if he goes down there and succeeds, it just shuts a few people up down there who's quick to, to say we shouldn't be considered for any role with any significance done in England. Lee also talking about the, the transfer situation at Rangers, a striker he feels is the next priority. Should that be top of Michael Beale's list, especially with Alfredo Morelos leaving? I think it will. You've got Chola, you've got Roof. I know that obviously Roof carries a lot of injuries. He's been a bit unlucky in his Rangers career. Cholak, um I like, but I don't think he's your number uh, one striker. I think you'll need to get other players in. Sakala finished the season in the high, scored a few goals, double figures. Uh, but I'm sure Michael Bale will be looking at a target man, someone that can probably, like Morelis, can bring players because... If you look at his midfield, he's flooded the middle of the park. The amount of players that Michael Beale's got in there, his disposal is incredible. So we'll be looking at someone that can bring all those players into play. A bit like Morelis, but a bit more mobile that can get goals as well. So I think that his next target will certainly be a centre forward. Well, thank you to Lee. There's still time for you to get your calls in on 01419511025. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Ange Postacoglu We all know he is now the Tottenham manager We've had plenty of views on that And we want to hear yours before the end of the show On 0141-951-1025 There was a bit of news I saw earlier on Gordon That it might be a bit of heartbreaking news for you A report know, that, that Gronigan might be in for Kevin Van Veen I know it's. Um, I'm so disappointed But look It's expected What a season he's had He's been absolutely terrific um, I just hope that uh, If he does go uh, we got a two hour show um, <laughs> And I'm involved in it to cry But uh, No If he goes Then he leaves with the best wishes Look He's at The other end of his uh, career He's at the 30-31 the He's scored a lot of goals this season Probably his last move and um, it would be a massive miss His last him. move If you yeah. got him retired at what, 34 or 30. 35 yeah. <laughs> He's well, just retired Van Hold on, hold his on. Last hold on. Move. No 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 Right I mean his last big move Right I'll ah, rephrase that right, okay. I think I think he's in a good position To financially get yourself A little bit of um, money It's um, got to be a big bid though Surely Was it yeah, not well, Only I, I about four weeks ago Stuart Kettlewell said That no one in Scotland Could yeah, Afford. and that's why that's why he's nobody in Scotland's coming from. <laughs> For a thirty-one-year-old that's got a year left in his contract, though, I'm sure the likes of Celtic and Rangers could afford Kevin Van Veen oh, and, yeah. and the rest. Oh, oh, <laughs> and the rest of the teams. <laughs> I'm sure Kettlewell was the one that said it. Blame uh, me. I know. No, it was a, it was an odd comment. I know he was trying yeah. to talk up his striker, but um, now he's been fantastic this season and actually finished strong as well. You know, really ran Kyogo close. Um, but it'll be a decent move he's, He certainly will go away With the well wishes Of the Motherwell fans A lot of football is striking While the iron is hot Whether it is Motherwell Or Kevin Van Veen If they're going to sell him on Now's the perfect time Because Motherwell will want to maximise The money they can get for him As Gordon says It's maybe for Kevin Van Veen About getting that big move That he's not had in his career Well of course uh, For a, a personal point of view uh, You know If he's been skirting on the edges uh, 
You know, if Cobbs and any he's the main man, he, he strikes gold with a season like this, he has to strike well down. So, and for Motherwell, you know, if they get some sort of money, I'm sure it'll be reinvested again in the squad. You look at Motherwell's transfer business in January where all these players were brought in and it was a bit of a struggle. No time to work with any of them, of course. And that led to Stevie Hamill losing his job. Well, Stuart Kettlewell, if he receives money, will want to get players in the door for the first day of pre-season. Looking back at the... Celtic situation Celtic mm. have said Themselves today That you know The recruitment process Is already well underway They want to make an appointment As soon as possible How key is that That Celtic get Their man in the door As soon as they possibly can Or Because they're straight Into the Champions League Group stages Does that maybe buy them A bit of time Because they don't have qualifiers Yeah I, I don't think they'll panic uh, I think Mark touched on a point That the timing was perfect for Celtic and the fact that Ange Postacoglu, this hasn't dragged on. The last game for Celtic was Saturday. Uh, Postacoglu is away today. I think John Kennedy will join him by the end of the week. So that leaves a sort of a gap there for the manager to bring in a coaching staff as well. I don't know about uh, Gavin Strachan, but I know John Kennedy's going to Tottenham with him. Um, but I think that they just need to sit tight See what's available See what they've got Look they'll have targets They've known about this for weeks This is not a weekend thing They've known about this for weeks Celtic will have done their homework It's now over the line They'll already be in Probably negotiations to bring someone in We'll have time to squeeze in one more call Matthew is a Celtic fan in Airdrie Matthew what are you taking away from Ange Postacoglu's departure? Thanks for taking my call guys No worries Hope you're all well You too the thing I'm getting is Hans came in to Scotland and he brought players there and he got the best out of them and there was a few injuries at the start but he's been down to England he's been down to Spurs and the, my, well, the thing I think is he's been down in amongst players that are prima donnas are on heavy wages do you think that they're going to work as hard for him as the guys worked it's, it's prima donna's not a bit of a sweeping generalisation of every player down south. Well, I think they are because you've got guys down there basically, I think, that might turn and say, well, we donated run as hard and we donated do this and do that. No, I mean, that's my, that was my option, know what I mean? The one thing, Mark, is you look at the team that started the Scottish Cup final, I think nine of those players were Ange Postacoglu signings. He is a manager that is keen to bring in players that suit his style so if there are players down there at Tottenham that don't suit his style of play I don't think he's going to be a manager that's going to keep them around for long I think he's going to get his own players in there well I think that would have been part of his negotiations when he, he's taken over at the club one you know what does Daniel Levy want um, what's the ambitions how much they got to work with and what level of controls he got now it's, it's more difficult down there because players of course are on big contracts that result in huge pay-ups if they have to get released but I don't think Ange Postacoglu is the type to suffer fools I, I think if there's players not pulling their weight they'll find themselves out the squad if that's training with the, the reserves so be it I think he will look for players that fits his style if those that are at the club don't fit it but the ones that are at the club you know they've underperformed this season Ange Postacoglu has shown that he can take a group of players who have underperformed and make them into something a lot different So the ones that are at the club Who need a wee jab A, a wee kick up the backside I'm sure Ange Postacoglu Will get that over them I, I, In the opening weeks I honestly think One of Ange Postacoglu's Biggest strengths Is his man management 
And if you've got that, doesn't matter what calibre of player you're playing with. If your man management's right, you will get the best out of those players. But he'll turn that around in the sense of he'll get scope to bring a lot of his own players in. Um, so I, I don't know why Celtic fans are now starting to worry that he might fail at Spurs because he's no longer a Celtic manager. I, I just wish him all the very best Maybe Matthew was just looking for a reason Why he should have turned down the Tottenham job Because look, you may not get the buy-in down there That he got from players look, up there you, There's no point sitting in, in Glasgow Thinking I wonder what would have happened If I'd have went to Tottenham Hotspur We will find out He may well As what everybody said when he came into Scotland Get sacked by Christmas Or he may well be a fantastic success But you'll never know until you go and try That um, challenge And He's taking the challenge on. That's the kind of guy he is, and I wish him all the best. You got any names uh, in mind as his successor, Matthew? Well, see, honestly, mate, see when Big Ange when his name came out for the for the Spurs job, there was a guy set in place, and that my motto is: if it's not broken, it doesn't need fixed. So, but the style of football that we're playing, just get to the guy that's set in command, get to Big Kennedy. Gordon, you've been going along with that all night. Yeah, but unfortunately, I don't think Celtic's going to go that way. Now, I'm probably ninety nine and a half percent correct when I say this. I, John Kennedy will join Postecoglou at Tottenham within the week. Can you see the thinking about why John Kennedy would be an appointment people would want, Mark? I certainly can. I know how good a coach he is, and everything that Daz says, I would echo it. Um, but I think he will follow uh, Postecoglou. Celtic board somewhat overlooked him perhaps for that position maybe just think he's a good fit for a number two and Daz is spot on what if another manager comes in now he's been under is it four Celtic managers and everyone has taken him and seen how good he is what if a manager comes in and just says you know what I want to do things my own way and there isn't a, a role for you here so John Kennedy great servant to the club and deserves a move and a, a shot at something new Is continuity key in some aspect of their next appointment? Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what road they go down under. I think that's the most important thing. Will they go away a foreign coach? Will they go, you know, guys like Scott Brown, everything's been mentioned about it. Brendan Rodgers coming back. I said earlier in the show, if I was a Celtic fan, I wouldn't be worried. I think the Celtic board, picking managers, are pretty good at it because they've got a lot of success. One of the callers come in tonight and rhymed every manager to come in how much they'd won. So, be interesting to see. Well, thank you to Matthew and thank you for all your calls tonight and your tweets and for just listening in at home. I will be back tomorrow night and up next, it's Callum Gallagher. <laughs>